0: Love, hope, radio. good afternoon, everyone. It is the goals coach Andrew Morgan here talking to you about success, achievement, reaching goals, finding purpose, all those things that make life happy for us. Uh, this is the uh, show that i 'm coming back to. I did a blog talk radio program uh, oh it 's been almost a year now actually I did one episode i 'm used to doing live radio and I decided it was time to get back on the air and to reach out to people and to have this conversation, have the conversation live. If you'd like to call in and participate in the show, we're running for 30 minutes, so this is uh, a quick hit kind of a program. The energy is fast and the pace is moving faster than you can probably keep up with. But if you want to call in, you can do so by dialing 818-369-0364. 818-369-0364. 818 Today's topic is, is hard work enough to be a big success today? And where is this topic coming from? Let me tell you. You know, self-development, personal, uh, personal growth and development has been around for a very long time. It's, in fact, I happened to find a book. Uh, it was about self-help in the 1800s. So it's been around for a long time. We've always been uh, trying to improve ourselves, trying to make ourselves better. My question, though, is do the old school ways of approaching growth, so personal growth and development and self-help and achievement still work? Do the old school ways of, of achieving your goals and, and uh, do they still question on the table. And um, we're, with this program, each day I'm going to come to you and we're going we're to take a look at some of, the, uh, some of the quotes that have been around for a very long time. And, um, and we're going to see, okay, is it still viable today? Does it still work? Uh, do we need to modify it? Do we need to upgrade it? Um, you know, what's, what's going on? And, and one of the things that we've always, that we've all been taught is that hard work is the way to success. Right, Hard work is the way to success, common belief. Interesting fact is, is that with people working two jobs these days, with people having both a vocation and an avocation, people are working very hard today, but not everyone's finding the success that they're looking for. So the question is, does hard work still cut it?
1: I'm going to answer
0: that question in just a little bit, but before I do, I want to give you a little bit of an update on some of the things that we've been working on. Uh, we recently opened the coaching zone, the Coaching Zone is an online coaching platform for people who are looking for help, getting clear, finding focus, uh, keep, keeping their attitude up, and, and keeping their energy up as they work towards their goals. As a goals coach, I'm, I, I head the, the Coaching Zone, so you work with me directly, and if you'd like to find out more about that, you can simply go to about com, and there's a column there uh, that uh, that talks about the coaching zone. There's a little link. You can click it, take a tour, and find out more about it. So let's get a question. And, and I came across a uh, something that someone wrote in a Yahoo community. Um, her name is Leslie H. And, and, and I'll read it to you. She says that we've been raised to believe that we work hard, that if we work hard, someone will take notice and we will be rewarded for our efforts. That if we take the initiative and create our own success, we will end up on top. Unfortunately, this isn't the, this isn't necessarily the mindset of society today. She goes on to write that, Until recently, I had always found truth in the saying, the only thing that ever uh, sat its way to success was a hint. She attributed that to Sarah Brown. She says, Growing up, I always worked diligently at everything I did, homework, chores, even at play, even though my father was a bus driver and my mother a stay-at-home mom, I was convinced that my hard work would pay off. I was offered the opportunity to advance a year in elementary school, which I declined because in the third grade I, was, I much uh, preferred my friends over more homework with strangers. I was an honors student both years in middle school. I was the first chair clarinetist. I was accepted into an arts academy for high school. I took advanced placement courses for all I took advanced placement courses all four years so much to so much to a point that I ran out of courses to take my senior year and I had mostly half days I graduated in the top 4% with honors and received multiple scholarships for my college education I went on to study in and received degrees from two programs simultaneously in two Years with the help of summer courses and an overload of work my entire college career. I did everything right, and what has that done for me today? You ever find yourself in that place where you're working hard? I mean, you're putting in the hours. You're putting in the work. There's a lot of blood, a lot of sweat, a lot of tears, and yet you're not Completely convinced that it's going to pay off for you, I think we all we all find ourselves like that. Leslie's story continues saying that she's now a legal assistant with a small law firm which couldn't be any further from the degrees that she had in web web development and professional writing. She lives paycheck to paycheck in a small apartment with the cheapest rent that she could find that doesn't put her as she put the ghetto or in, in the bad neighborhood, and she's constantly wondering if she truly ever did anything right. Work hard, be loyal, and one day you'll get the payoff. I think most of us have been taught that somewhere along the line. Is that advice still viable? Does it still work? I'm opening up the lines for your questions, your comments, and, and your participation in the show. Uh, the number is 818-369-0364. Again, 818-369-0364. Um, does hard work still pay off? You know, as we go forward through the week, uh, and I, I, we'll do the show at 12 o'clock uh, every day, Monday through Friday, and we'll take a look at different uh, different quotes uh, you know success quotes, achievement quotes, and we 'll look at how to apply them today we 'll look at what do I need to do to apply those those things today. How do they work today? Has the world changed so very much that um, that that the old advice the old wisdom is no longer uh, viable or workable in today 's world? You know we today have Twitter and Facebook we have the internet and the ability to reach out to people um at, at an instant, you know the ability to shrink the world. I talk with coaching clients who are literally on the other part of the on, on the other side of the planet, uh, and and I mean that in terms of where the the country that they're from. And you know, we we now have the ability to kind of shrink the world down a little bit. Do those old ways of thinking, when it comes to success and achievement, still uh, do they still carry weight today? Yeah, you know, we also find that there are a lot of people who are out there uh, who are really, really uh, trying to get our attention, and um, and they're they're working hard to get our attention. And and one of the biggest challenges that we sometimes face today, it's not an obstacle to reaching our goals so much as it is uh, simply, you know, being able to avoid the distractions to reaching our goal. We have so many more choices, and technology is kind of backfired a little bit. You know, in the uh, in the, the the grand scheme of things, from a conceptual standpoint, technology should make our lives easier. Technology should give us more access. Uh, technology should give us uh, the ability to um, you know to 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 stay in touch and to actually do more to increase our productivity. But uh, there, in in so many ways, technology has become a, a major distraction. I, I posted a tweet. Uh, A few days ago Concerning um, Concerning The uh, Concerning Distractions And someone Wrote back that You know Twitter is a Distraction (laughs) So again That's the irony Of technology You know We have um, We have The uh, We have all These wonderful Things But at the Same time um, At the same Time You You know They they tend to, To serve As distractions So um, technology. How does that impact success and achievement today? Um, I have a caller on the line. If you could just hold on one minute, I'm talking about speaking of technology, and I'm usually pretty savvy with this. Uh, trying to bring you up, and let's see. We're going to work on that. But um, can you hear me, caller? Hold on a minute, because I'm not hearing you if you aren't hearing me. But while we work on that, um, let me talk a little bit about uh, an answer to the question that we've posed. Does hard work still pay off? Is hard work uh, still the key to finding success? There's a little bit of of, uh, of, of a caveat to the statement that hard work is the way that you find success. You know, for years, for years, uh, there's always been two groups of individuals. There have been earners and there have been owners. And the earner was the person who would basically go to work for the owner. The owner would pay them a wage in exchange for the services that they provided them. But the services that they provided the owner were were uh, then the owner's services. I think it's become more apparent today that there is that great divide, that there are Owners and earners, and the interesting thing about um about the the letter that that I read at the top of the program, you know she's worked hard, she's done everything right, but she's done it with a mindset of um thinking as an earner. you know when you earn a wage, the service that you provide is not is then that of the person who paid for it, who paid you for it. You know, Zig Ziglar said that you can have anything in life you want if you just help enough other people get what they want. And I've always believed that. I remember the first time I read that, it was probably 1986. And I and I held on to that, and I'm going, wow, that's it. The talk, you know, that's the key to it. What I've come to learn is that if you don't own the results that you produce, if you're not the owner of the results that you produce, meaning that you've produced a result for someone else, then you will find that it's very difficult to reach and achieve a certain level of success. You know, there's, a, there's an old saying that if, um, if hard work was a virtue, then mules would be saints. And there's some truth to, to that. You know, as you're working hard on, uh, in life, you want to make sure that you're working on things that you, at some point or at some time, will actually own. And that's the difference. You know, a ghostwriter will write a book for someone uh, as a service. The person pays them, and the ghostwriter is never heard from again. The person who whose name or who owns that body of work then has the ability to earn money on it over and over and over again. So that person then has the ability to leverage their intellectual property, to leverage their experience, to leverage uh, their their knowledge in a way that they are able to... Uh, to earn money from it. And it's important to understand having a service mindset is great. That's ultimately what we need because at some point you will need to do in order to get. You know, there are no shortcuts. I've often said that looters and thieves are the only ones who get more, uh, who receive more than the service they provide. And we're not looters or thieves. So, you know, you have to provide service. Yes, you have to do the hard work, but, Pay close attention to whether or not you're doing it or the work that you're doing is that of a owner or that of an earner. You can give twenty years twenty five years thirty years to a company, but when you stop working that's the end of the the agreement that you had with them. They settle their books up every two weeks with you, and at the end of that two week period when they Write you a paycheck and give it to you. They don't owe you anything more than that. And I'm not anti-business, and I'm not saying that everyone should go to work for themselves. I'm just saying that we need to understand the dynamic of work today, and that even as a uh, even even a, even professional athletes realize this. They 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 realize it late sometimes. That you know, as an athlete, you are paid to perform, and you're paid quite a bit based on your skill level and what you bring to the field or to the court or to the ice. But in the end, when you stop providing that service, when you stop doing your thing or you're no longer able to do your thing, there's nothing else that the organization owes you. Now, If you have a contract that you had written up that says, okay, we'll give you whatever through whatever period of time, that's different. But by and large, a professional athlete is not an owner. They're an earner. They're earning at a high level. I, I share that because I, wanted, I want you to give some thought to the people that you emulate, the people that you might admire. Um, you know, the, today in the music industry, for instance, the artists are learning that uh, in order to really have staying power, they have to own their stuff. They've learned that. They learned that, you know, being a, a earner in the music business basically only puts you in a place where you're going to be exploited. And for years, that's how the industry was you know the the record companies they owned the product they owned the the, the thing the the production, and they were giving the artists a piece of it and Now they're artists who are who are becoming moguls because if they've, they've come to understand that you know as a earner, I can only do so much, but as an owner as an owner, I now have the ability to really leverage not just my time and talent but the time and talent of others to a desired end. So is hard work enough? Yes and no. The yes is you will never get there without it, but the no is it's no guarantee to getting you there. Look at the goals that you're working on. Look at your talent. Look at your abilities and ask yourself, am I earning for someone else or am I owning this? And as we go through 2011, take the time to figure out how do I move from being an earner to an owner? Because, again, no matter how hard you work as an earner, it's limited by simply how hard you work. And the fact of the matter is is that you will not be able to go at that pace. I want you to think about your day-to-day. If you're working, if you're at work right now, if you're if you're on the job, I want you to think about today. Based on the return that you get for the effort that you're putting out, how sustainable is that? I mean, can you do that for another 10 years, 15 years, 20 years? There will come a point where physically you will not be able to. There will come a point where emotionally you won't want to. And at that point, what do you have to fall back on? Yeah, I know 401K's retirement plans, that's a whole different discussion. I think some of us might be familiar with Robert Kiyosaki's um teachings enrichment. And, and at the core of what I'm saying, you'll find uh more about that in, in his programs. But the, the point is hard work can get it done, but not hard work alone. You have to move from being an earner to being an owner. All right. If you're listening to me and you've not and you're not following me on Twitter, uh you can find me on Twitter at goals underscore coach. That's twitter.com slash at goals underscore coach. And basically what I love to do, my passion in this world is to help people maximize their potentials, to help people to go inside. And uh, as Dr. Uh, Anthony Sweeting says, Dr. Sweeting is a, a childhood friend of Les Brown's and I had an opportunity to attend a workshop that he did on uh, on voice and, and uh you know voice quality and and and, and part of telling his story. And um and we had to warm our voices up. So he had us all going, Oh and someone was doing the voice thing and they you know they weren't they, they didn't open up the back of their throat and he, he looked at me he goes, No, 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 no. He goes, No, that's not it. He said, um he says, I, I see with you, I've got to, I've got to get the juice out of the duck. <laughs> And I thought that was the most interesting phrase I ever heard. It was the first time I ever heard that term, getting the juice out of the duck. And what he what he was saying is that uh, that person had a good voice, but he had to go inside. He, being Dr. Sweeting, had to go inside and help to draw that out. And I think for a lot of us, you know, we've got some good things inside of us, and, and we just need a little help. We need someone to help us to kind of bring those things out. So as a goals coach, that's what I do. And on Twitter. I, I do my very best to to share a positive message and to do it in a timely fashion. You know, you might notice that a lot of my tweets, if you are following me on Twitter, a lot of the tweets um, I talk about today. You know, I'll put the word today. And the reason for that is because today is really the only time or the only moment that's alive in your life. And I don't, I'm not telling you to do these things all the time, although if you do them, Each day, one day at a time, moment by moment, you will achieve that result. Anything that I share, what I'm basically telling you is to right now in this moment, forget about what you know and think about what you are doing. And if what you're doing is contrary to a particular message, then make the change right now. You know, one of the things that I, I, I always say is, is that wishing, waiting and wanting will only leave you wishing, waiting and wanting. The getting is in the doing. The getting is in the doing. And we all know this. We all know this. That's not yeah, you know, that's not uh it's not rocket science. But I share it because I'm I'm encouraging you to simply look at what you're doing right now and to ask yourself, Am I in a state of waiting, wishing and wanting? Am I in a place where I'm just waiting, wishing, and wanting something, and I'm not doing? Our daily routines have such a pull. You know, I don't care, you know, what you might want to do. You have a life that you've been living up to the point of new knowledge. And new knowledge is sometimes very hard to apply because what you're currently doing is filling your time yeah i love uh, love doing workshops and seminars and i love attending them and one of the things that i notice is that very often when a person attends a workshop or a seminar particularly if it's a, a you know a two day or a boot camp type seminar they are in a place where possibilities are just wide open to them you know you you and, and tell me if you've gone if you've attended a workshop or a seminar And you found that, wow, when you're in that place, the weight of the world is not on your shoulders. When you're in that place, your current situation is not something that holds you back. When you're in that place, you find that you
1: can literally
0: do anything. You feel like you can do anything. And the interesting thing is is that as time goes on, people move right back into their old routines. I think it's one of the most frustrating things for speakers. And it's one of the reasons why, even though my primary gift is in is in speaking, as I've been told, I have intentionally built a business that began with coaching. And the reason for that is that I can motivate you and inspire you all day long, but if you're not living it, then it won't make a difference in your life. And my interest is always in helping people to make changes. Information alone and knowledge alone will not do that. It's a matter of looking at and examining your daily routines and making changes at that level, the level at which you live. Interesting thing about seminars and and workshops is that a good speaker, a good uh, facilitator, has the ability uh, to to get you out of your world. I want you to I want you to imagine a, a globe, a little a little um, a little planet, and that planet is you. When you go to a, a, a good seminar here, a good speaker, what, what they've done is they've elevated you, they've lifted you, skyrocketed you out of your atmosphere. And that's the reason why you don't think of problems the same way when you're sitting in a, a, a good workshop or you're, 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 um, you know, you're, you're listening to a good speaker. You feel empowered because you, they've literally lifted through words. They've lifted you up out of your world. And like a rocket, you're now orbiting your planet. You're orbiting your, your world. And at that height, when you're, that, when you're at that height, you can actually see things that you can't see when you're living day to day, when you're at the ground level. So imagine, imagine a planet and imagine a rocket ship that's, that's now you orbiting that planet and you can see possibilities where before all you could see were obstacles. You can see challenge. You can see the solutions to problems that before seemed as if they did not have a solution. That's what a good speaker. That's what a good uh, a good uh, motivational speaker will do. That's what a good um, seminar facilitator will do. They will actually literally lift you up. The challenge with it is that when you leave, you begin the re-entry process back into your world, and and. You know, I, I, I often um, tell people it's like, you know, we can talk about where you're going and what you're going to do, and we can make the plans, and we can, you know, we can, and it feels good, and you feel empowered, and yes, you're going to do it, you're going to do it, you're going to do it. But when you walk out of the building, when you leave that hotel, when you leave the auditorium, guess what? That car that you envision you one day drive is not in the parking lot. The car that you drove in <laughs> with is there waiting for you. When you go home, you walk across a threshold into a space, into an environment that was there before you left. Now, you've got some new tools, and you're ready to deal with it in a different way. But at the same time, there's a pull. There's a gravitational pull that's pulling you back into your old routines, and it takes work to overcome that. The reason that I often tweet about things to do today and the reason that I encourage you to take a look at not what you know, but what you're doing is because what you're doing is the gravitational pull of your life. What you're doing, what you do day in and day out is a routine, or they're the routines that are guiding and driving your life. So the coaching part of what I do actually helps you to break through those routines. And I'm going to tell you, it's not easy. It is not easy if you don't plan a different this will be the default. You cannot accidentally break out of a rut. You either are forced out by design or or you're forced out by circumstances, rather, or you work your way out by design. Designing the changes that you want is the way to go. So I'm going to come back to you tomorrow. We're going to take a look at another motivational quote, another success quote, another another wisdom that we've all been operating on and we're going to ask ourselves, okay, how does this apply today? For today, does hard work or can you succeed big with hard work? The answer is yes, as long as you're owning your results. As long as you own the results or some portion of it, you will succeed big with it. So make sure that you move yourself or you go from being an earner to an owner. Move from being an earner to an owner. And own your talent. Own your skills. Own your abilities. Own your name. Own the work that you do. If you can't do it on the job, and and quite frankly, jobs provide a great deal of security. So again, I'm not anti-work. I'm not anti. Um, I'm not anti-employee. Uh, but I am pro. I'm pro. I'm all about owning some part of your time and what you do. So on your spare, in your spare time, find that thing that you're good at. Find the thing that you have a talent for. And spend some time and some energy and some effort in doing that. If you need help, help is out there. There are a number of resources that are available. Again, if you're not following me on Twitter, I, my my purpose and and what I do on Twitter is provide inspiration and some motivation and some insight on a daily basis to help you to break the the gravitational pull of of daily routine. So that at the end of the day, the end of the week, the end of the month, the end of the year, you accomplish something. That you would not have otherwise, and that's really that's really all that I'm that I, I do uh, on Twitter. Um, you can also, if you want to take the conversation to another level, you can follow me on Facebook. Uh, it's Lon Bill Andrew Morgan on Facebook, and uh, I'll send I'll shoot out a link on Twitter for anyone who wants to consi- kind of take conversations uh, to another level. And I've had I have some on Twitter who follow me, and we're actually able to. Um, have discussions on Facebook that we can't have on Twitter. So technology is a good thing because it helps to connect us, but we have to use it right. Well, that's time for today. I'll be back tomorrow. We'll, we'll smooth out some of the bumps that we've had with the, the call-in process. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. If you're on the line and you enjoy this, send me a tweet to let me know. Uh, if you have uh, some questions or some thoughts or things that you'd like to uh, hear discussed on the program, send me a tweet to let me know. As always, I'm here to help you to maximize your potential. I'm here to help you to increase your clarity as it relates to where you're going and what you're doing, and I'm here to help you increase your focus by eliminating things that are, that are standing in your way. That being said, I wish you the best of days. We'll continue this discussion on Twitter, and I look forward to talking with you tomorrow. As always, this has been Andrew Morgan, the goals coach, wishing you Great day and reminding you that the world Is a better place because you're In it just allow what You do today to affirm that Truth have a wonderful day we'll talk to you tomorrow